0: We've been doing this series for, uh, I would say, four, four Wednesdays now. And this is going to be the second to the last, so we're almost done. <laughs> don't worry, uh, we're, we're taking this journey together. But uh, tonight's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're not really going to open up, let's say, uh, the Bible per se. But we're going to more look at the uh, word of our testimonies, okay? And so a little later on, we're going to have a small little panel. I don't know if you noticed the, uh, the chairs on the, to my left-hand side. We're going to speak to some of the ministry leaders here at the uh, at the church, and we're just going to hear a little bit about how they use their gifts and what what time, uh, how did it take place, and how they became ministry leaders and things like that. Okay, so uh, I'm a little nervous for this one because this one's a little bit less, uh, I would say, formulaic, right? It's something new for all of us, and uh, you know, hopefully, we get to learn a little bit more something about not just uh, how the church functions, but also about uh, how much we are needed uh, with each other, yes? Okay, so let's go ahead and pray. Lord, thank you for your grace, thank you for your mercy, thank you for your might. Lord, we ask tonight that uh, <clears throat> that uh, we open up our minds and our hearts to what you want us to, to hear and what you want us to listen to, Lord. We ask also that uh, for anyone that is looking for uh, a place in our church, that they find it tonight. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Okay. So I'm am t- just gonna open up with uh, small questions that uh, I uh, well that were brought to me and I had asked for right a little bit of feedback on what was um, what what we've been learning for the past you know for the past month okay and that's what we're just gonna look at you know for a little bit so the first question that I kind of formulated because you know most you know if you ask somebody a question they're gonna give you you know tons of questions so I just wanted to you know kind of. Uh, compact them into you know four big ones that uh, many people had interest in. okay? So here we go. does having this gift right? So like if you had you know a gift of teaching or a gift of exhortation or you know the gift of ser- serving, if you had one of these uh, singular gifts, uh, does this mean I won't have the others? No. as a matter of fact, it's just what this uh, quiz that we did right the past two weeks or yes the past two weeks was only to figure out where you are right now, okay? Does that mean they can change later? Yes, of course, that does mean. As we grow in Christ, we become more like him, right? And so, in God, in his perfection, has all seven, right? And that's for next week. We're going to talk about that a little bit more, okay? Um, so, that's kind of just a question that uh, some people had. The next question, what if all of my scores are low, right? Or, in some cases, all were kind of in the same area, right? So, uh, for some person that I, uh, I talked to, a lot of them were in their, like, 85, 87, 86. That's where all their, their scores were at. And we're gonna, li- you know, we're gonna listen to somebody right now that has a similar case, and we'll, we'll go over that in just a second. But for the first half of that question of, if my scores are all low, well, you need to pray. I think that's the number one time that you need to do, which, what you need to do. You need to ask God for a little bit more guidance, and also, maybe take the quiz again, right? Maybe you weren't being you know, I guess totally honest with yourself right because I know some people when they took it They said oh, this is where I was or this is where I want to be Remember the quiz is where you are right now Okay, that's what the quiz is was for it's not past tense or in the future tense It was where you are at right now. So that way you can help grow yourself. Yes, okay Does having different gifts mean that our decisions are different? I thought this was an interesting question because let's say you have a person that has a, is a compassionate person, right? That's their gift. They like to share, uh, they like to hear other people's feelings and like to share their feelings. But let's say another person is a, a teacher, right? And Teacher, they don't really like to share their feelings. Can they come to the same conclusions? Well, it, it depends, I think, for, for some problems that do arise, right? So like if somebody, tries to come towards you and try to say, like, uh, I've been feeling guilty about this, this, and this, right? And a compassion person will say, okay, well, let me hear you, right? Because a lot of times people just need to vent, right, about their problems or their issues, and they feel a lot better, right? And, but for a teacher, it's like, no, 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 you have to fix this, and you have to go do this, and you have to make sure you do. It's like, maybe that's not the, th- the thing that the person was looking for. So we have to be very careful on how we do our decision-making process. Remember, it's not just about who you are, but also who the other person is and how those two things interact. Yes? Okay. Now, when they come to agreement is, remember what the idea of what the Holy Spirit is supposed to be doing in our lives. The Holy Spirit does not uh, bring edification to himself, but to Christ alone, right? Everything that the Holy Spirit does is pushed to Christ, right? Christ, Christ, Christ. So if our gift is being pushed to Christ, they should come to the same conclusions, right? So everyone should be pushing towards Christ, no matter who, what type of gift you have. That should be the goal. Okay, And then for the last question that I kind of put together, um, <clears throat> I do not think my gifts can be used in this church. Okay, this was a little bit funny for me, because, well, this, gift, this question didn't come from a person in this church, but it came from somebody outside. And uh, I thought it was really interesting, because well, we've had people in the past right, uh, they, you know people come inside the church and they leave, and they come and they go. And what I've noticed was that a lot of those people that do jump around tend to have this kind of uh, question of, "Oh, I don't belong here, so I'm going to leave." Which, I, you know, for me, it kind of seemed a little interesting that they would seem, well, okay, let me put it this way: if you're always in the center of a problem of I don't fit in an area, any don't fit in a church, maybe the church that you're going to is not the problem. Maybe the problem is yourself. <laughs> and so you need to probably look at yourself and say, hmm, maybe I need to, I need the one to be looking at myself and saying, maybe I'm the one that needs to change. Because for some reason, all these other churches that I'm going to don't all fit me. Hmm, that's interesting. That's very strange. Okay, so if you are one of those people, maybe take a look at yourself, where you are at, right, in Christ, in Christianity in general, and honestly answer to yourself, Am I am I doing the best that I can for Christ? Yes or no. Start there, and then you can you can start going to some places. All right. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. I'm not guys. You have to say yes or no because I'm not used to I'm not used to preaching and like being up here. I'm used to like a a classroom and saying you know back and forth and yes or no and I don't understand this. Okay. So you gotta give me some feedback. All right. So the next part of this is. I wanted to kind of just say where these uh, gifts belong, right? In different ministries. Okay? So we're going to start from. Do you remember uh, last week when we talked about how there's the body of Christ, right? And from the top it was the teacher, and then all the way towards the bottom was the givers, right? There's like the, the head, the eyes, the mouth, things like that. Yes? Okay. So we're going to start from the top. Teacher. Now, where do they belong? In ministry. Okay? This is only in the church. So for the most part, you know, obviously, Sunday school, right? Sunday school is where most of the teaching is is brought. Uh, Children's church is also a very big necessity for teachers, okay, not just, you know, Sunday school, but teachers as well. Also, if there is uh, a church that you do attend and they have uh, some sort of uh, seminary school or a university attached to it, I know um, Baylor University does have a church attached to it and they do have like their seminary school, things like that, that's where you usually find teachers. Perceivers, right? So the eyes. Uh, perceivers are usually evangelists, right? So one of the, one of the biggest ones is, is evangelists, right? Evangelists are, are pretty interesting people, right? They don't have, let, let's say, a home church. They just kind of move around and they tell people, you know, repent for your sins and things like that, right? They, they kind of just go through salvation most of the time. But they also have the tendency, evangelists do have the ten- tendency to look at things that are in the culture, right? Not just the culture within the church, but also just the secular culture, right? And so that's what makes them part of the perceiver objective. Also, mini- missionaries. Missionaries is kind of the same thing as a, a little bit similar to evangelists, but of course, missionaries, they go to uh, international uh, waters, they go outside, and they, they go say, right, it's the same thing, salvation. And they set up churches, and they kind of just move, and then they move, they move around, right? And the same thing. They look at it culturally, you know, what's the culture of the church? How can we reform it or how can we maintain it so that way the church grows more? Or also the, culture, the secular culture that's around the church. Okay, exhorter. Those are the ones that you have are preachers, right? You know, pastors. They really need to help motivate the church. So they, come on, guys, let's go. You know, we gotta keep moving, gotta keep going around. Also, the worship team. You guys are doing great by the way. <laughs> the worship team, also exhorters. They like to keep it motivational, right? They try to stay positive as much as they can, and you know, and it uh, you can see it once they do their uh, their thing, right? When they're worshiping, right, either with their instruments or their voice. Okay, uh, for the ones that I've asked, you know, to come and help me up here, you can you know pass by to the to the back, so that way you know you guys can be ready. And now we have the administrators. Obviously, I think this is kind of self-explanatory, right? <clears throat> Uh, administrators are usually like the people who work within the church, right? The clerks, the secretaries, um, they have also, um, what is it, the, um, oh, I can't remember really quickly, but I know it's like some of the, the, I'm sorry? Yeah, like the uh, counselors, right? They do have sometimes counselors. Those are all the administrator jobs, right? Something that the, the people who work with the finances Things are like, things those uh, areas, right? The logistical part of the church. And now you have the compassionate people, right? So those are the ones that, you know, they like to enjoy the prayer nights, yes? Also, big on charities, right? If the church has a charity, a certain group, right? They, they're the ones that also are in there. <clears throat> servers, they have uh, a lot of outreach ministries, right? Servers, or also the big support group in every ministry, right? You have a lot of servers, and also the givers. The givers are kind of the smaller portions of, you know, of most ministries, but you have to remember they're the people who enjoy the new projects on outreach. They tend to focus on outreach a lot more, right? And also sponsoring ministries, right? Like, so if there's a ministry that, you know, that's kind of suffering financially, they're the, the givers are the first ones to you know, say, like, how much do you need? Maybe we can fundraise or I can fit you know, the whole bill. Those are the people that are there. now that's how you fit in the ministry right for any of those that you have those gifts but how do ministries are how do ministries need each gift right that's the thing we need we do because if you remember the body of Christ is complete with all right so each ministry is kind of just a micro piece of the body of Christ so each ministry needs all the gifts okay does that make sense right each each ministry is a small little portion of the body. So if it is a small portion of the body, that means it needs all pieces of the body. Now, remember in the first time that I came up here, I said that people need to serve according to the proportion of, that they can. Remember? Okay, so with that, I'd like to say that in ministry, does Sunday school probably, do they need a lot of compassionate people? Probably not, right? Okay, do you do you understand where I kind of headed here? Sunday school does not need that many compassionate people. They still they still need some, but not maybe to the the ordinance of 30% of the ministry, right? You probably need a lot more teachers than you probably than compassionate people within Sunday school. Okay, so you fit somewhere, okay, and you'll fit in every ministry. So. I don't want to hear any more excuses of, I can't find where I'm at, right? (laughs) All right? Okay, so if you guys can come up and help us out. You guys ready? Yeah. So what I have here is just a couple of ministry leaders. Uh, Why don't you give them a hand? You know, this is is pretty hard to do. And uh, I know sometimes uh, coming up here is... uh, is hard and difficult, you know, not everybody does want, not everybody likes to be up here, so.
1: Uh.
0: All right, okay, this is exciting. All right, so we have up here uh, three of the four, the, the next, the fourth one will come a little bit later. He's helping us in the back uh, still. Uh, so. What we have here are a couple of ministry leaders that I wanted to introduce to y'all because I think sometimes, uh, uh, a lot of the times when we're trying to use our gifts, we don't know where to go first. And so I think introducing these uh, people here in the front can help you know, motivate us to say, okay, now I know who's the head of the ministry, I can go talk to them so that way I can help use my gift in the church. So, hello. <laughs> Hi, hello, so uh, let's start with, uh, to my left here, Uh, first off, uh, what's your name, hello,
2: hello, Uh, my name is Duke, just in case you guys didn't know that, Uh, Bacchus, my last name, Um, I am fortunate enough to be an associate pastor here at Rock of Ages, and uh, I've been here for, since 1997,
0: Oh, very good. All right, so what I wanted to ask was how many, well, I guess this is a special question for you, uh, uh, how many ministries have you been involved
2: in? Oh, okay. Um, Take your time. How many have I not been involved in is probably the better question. Okay, so I've never been in the nursery, um, never served in children's ministry um, way back when we had Royal Rangers and Missionettes, never served there. Um, but um, I've served in Sunday school. I've served in youth ministry. I've served in young adult ministry. I've served in the adult ministry. I've served with the men. Uh, I've kind of served with the ladies because I get to come uh, do all that. I've been on the worship team. Um, I've helped with uh, sound and media. I've helped with, um, I don't know, am I missing any? I you know. <laughs> A lot. Yes, (laughs) yes,
0: and so what I wanted to ask, uh, you know, just so people are a little bit more um, uh, kind of tying the two together of, uh, what was your strongest uh, gift?
2: Um, Do you remember? Oh, on my- Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, on the chart. Okay. The strongest one was um, teacher.
0: Yes, very good. And I wanted to ask, how many points was it away from your second gift?
2: So my second strongest gift was um, server, and it was like one point difference.
0: Yes, and so what I wanted to say, like these two are very uh, rare to find together, like very unique because for teacher, you know, it has to do a lot with the mind, right? And server has to do with a lot of heart. And for some, sometimes, well, I would say for the most, most of the time, those two don't really uh, kind of tie in together. Usually it's kind of like mind and soul, Remember when we talked about those two? Remember, the, you know, the very beginning? It's usually mind and soul or soul and heart. It's very rare where it's mind and heart. And what I wanted to, you know, kind of lead up to is uh, how were your other scores, the other scores that you had?
2: Um, relatively high. I think most of them were in the low 80s. Mm-hmm. I think one was in the high 70s. Um, but, but the for, two, yes. two higher ones were... Yeah, and, and, neck and, neck. and for
0: the most part, they were very kind of close together, right? There wasn't really like a, a very low score, and then you had, you know, kind of a really big no. split, right? They were kind of No, tight. they
2: were all, in general, probably plus or minus like 15 mm-hmm. points, you know, at the most. Yes, and
0: so what I what I kind of want to bring up here in the point is, is that Duke kind of has like this special case of where God is using them in the church because a lot of the times well you know I, c- I can say this kind of just because we've I've been here you know almost just as long as, as Duke has where uh, we've always had kind of trouble with people volunteering right for ministries mm. and this is not to, you know put the church down or anything that's just you know that's what it what that's what it is and so God has been using them to kind of just fill in the gaps of where everyone else is supposed to fit and so that's why you, you have uh, do honestly you kind of just We'll just speak frankly here. Uh, pastor Duke's only concern should be Wednesday nights and speaking from the pulpit. He shouldn't be concerned with Sunday school. He shouldn't be concerned with uh, women's ministry, men's ministry. Now, he can, you know, maybe be support and say, you know, good job, guys, and you're doing great, and everything just as a pastor should be, but his main concern should be only the, the, the pulpit, okay? So that, for us, is a failure on the part of the church, Okay? Now this is not to put you down. <laughs> it's just to give you know a spotlight on. Uh, many of us are not using our gifts, okay. All right. Now that uh, we started off with that big impact, <laughs> let's move on, let's uh, move on a little bit to Sister Angie. Sister Angie, hello. Hello. Uh, can you just give us a brief? Uh,
3: yes. Uh, my name is Angie Aguirre. I've been here since two thousand, and. Um, Oh, the oh okay. and yes. i, I am—I helped out in children's ministry, mm-hmm. uh, for from two thousand to twenty twenty, probably, mm-hmm. and then um, just this year i, I uh, got the opportunity to be the women's ministry director and um, help with the hospitality team.
0: Yes, very good. And so, what I want to ask you is, what was your strongest gift that you that you took the, the, the quiz on?
3: All of them. I'm uh, my strongest was um, perfect hundred. giver,
0: give and
3: good. right after that was compassion, mm-hmm. and and then um, perceiver.
0: Very good. Yes. So uh, this also is also a testament to how uh, certain gifts are kind of connected to certain ministries. Kind of we just we talked about recently, of how a lot of the times when you do have servers, compassionate people. Uh, also the givers, they tend to focus more on, how I said, outreach, right? Trying to pull in from outside, or also to have people who are a little bit more, um, how do I say, emotionally sensitive in the church, right? Which are specifically, um, I don't know, children, and also uh, ladies, right? who they really enjoy to share with each other on how they feel and how their emotional processes are within the church, right? And, you know, those are very important. Those things are very important. And so I like to, you know, just also say on her third gift was her perceiver, right? And we'll see that in common with ministry leaders. Ministry leaders tend to have at least one kind of uh, high, I would say 75 or higher, at least one gift of over a perceiver, the administrator, the teacher, or the uh, exhorter, right? At least one of those, where it's kind of like in the mid-70s and then a little bit higher um, for for the most part. Okay, so now Sister Angela, I'd like to also ask you of how was, when you discovered giving, was it very uh, like, oh, like it fit the pieces? Like when you were kind of going through your min- the ministries and saying like, oh yeah, this makes sense.
3: I think so, yes, I, I was, wasn't surprised. Like, I, you know, <laughs> maybe uh, with giving of my time or, or just working on it too, I feel sometimes I can do more. And
0: yes. Yes. Very good. All right. So let's move on to the next one over here to uh, Sister Angie's left.
1: Uh, so, oh, sorry. My name is Orlando Nuyola. I am the media director here at Rock of Ages. Uh, I've been here twenty probably 25, 24 years. Uh, so I first started back uh, with ministry back at the Children's Church. Uh, it was this old, you know, early 2000s Mac that we would use for over there. Uh, and then slowly we'll, uh, they asked me to come over here on this uh, main side, big church side, that's what we called it. Uh, so from there, you know, we slowly started adding all these other pieces and uh, that's where we are right now. Um, Uh, For my test, I guess you could say, I scored like a 93%, I believe it was on administrator. Uh, Then after that, I think it was 84, 85 was teacher. Uh, And then my third, I think it fell all the way to 30% on exhorter, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay,
0: yeah. So that is very natural. He's not very encouraging. (laughs) No, no, no. It's very natural where you'll have at least, uh, well, I would say, you would have at most uh, very two very strong uh, gifts. And then that's when it, there's a huge drop off, that's the cliff, that's, 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 that's average, you know, that's regular, that's normal. So what I wanted to ask uh, kind of just a specific question to Orly was uh, he has a, kind of a good testimony of where he started a ministry, kind of just right in the cusp of when we had all of these lockdowns with COVID-19. And it really helped us. And I wanted to ask him just kind of what led him to make that decision of, you know, coming to Duke and you can say, hey, you know, we need to start this. And then, you know, a couple of months right after, it's like we really—that was like the number one thing that that really, uh, you know, kind of spread the gospel around from from our church.
1: Uh, well, it was a uh, it was a big discussion. Obviously, uh, it was it was something that we had seen a big movement happening. That you know, churches are going live now, and uh, it. Uh, you know, kind of going back and forth and brainstorming and, and wondering about this and what up with that. And, you know, uh, like, well, well, maybe this or maybe that. And, well, actually, we had to refocus kind of ourselves and what's the main message that we're trying to do with this. Right? We're trying to reach as many people as we can as possible. And uh, uh, if the Internet is that avenue, well, that's where it's at, you know. Uh, obviously, we've, we've seen great testimony from people coming from uh, other states and finding uh, our church either off of a Google search or just looking on YouTube for 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 a, a good church to come into and and uh that's kind of how we got started too it's like you know what th- let's start off with this and you know this is a good investment to do because we're gonna only see uh we're gonna see more souls saved for Christ this way right and then and, and hearing a testimony of many people that we've seen throughout the years too uh, or not even <laughs> maybe a year and a half that we have this going on it, it's it's vast and we know it's making an impact not only uh, here in, uh, in our church, but uh, even nationwide and, and worldwide because we do have viewers from, from Ghana and, and from other uh, countries as well. So uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful to see <laughs> all the work.
0: Yeah, and, and so also what I wanted to ask is that uh, when you did take the test and you did get administrator, was it like a surprise to you? Like, oh, I didn't know this. Or was it just like, yeah, I, I absolutely knew that this was like the, the gift that was kind of in my direction.
1: Uh, wh- well, it was, uh, it was an inkling that I had. It wasn't uh, for sure, for sure, administrator. Um, but uh, I was kind of used to uh, kind of giving direction and pointing people where to go. <laughs> and, they, and the funny thing was that they would actually do it. <laughs> so I wasn't really expecting that at the same time. But uh, I was just like, well, you know what? Uh, it, it, God's blessing me because these, uh, you know, these followers of Christ as well as myself are, are, are doing what I asked them to do. Right, they're 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 asking them to be there a couple minutes early, and, and they're there early. Uh, you know, they're they're they're. I'm asking them to set up uh, set up a couple chairs and tables. Hey, we're gonna need this, we're gonna need that, and they do it. I'm just like, hey, what's going on here? So, <laughs> and I noticed, hey, I I, I kind of like telling people what to do. It's kind of fun. So <laughs> and so when I took the test, and I was like, hey, well, why am I continuing answering fives and fives here and fives here? And I'm like, well, what's going on? And then we're we'll kind of putting it all together to get the whole sum score. And I was like, well. You know, this is starting to make a little bit sense here. I, I can understand where this is, where this kind of going. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, yeah. That's the whole idea of you know of having that quiz and making sure that you know, you know, just not to, not to just kind of develop people who had who didn't really uh, realize their gifts, but also kind of support and give uh, them, you know, the older us, older people, spiritually older, of saying, yeah, this is one hundred percent. You know, the confidence that we needed. You know, just a little confidence boost. All right, so now our Final one on the on the left, extreme left.
4: Hello, um, I'm Osier Noyola. I have been here all my life. This is the only church I know. um, so I, I've known. So I've been here 24 years. I'm 24 years old. Um, I am leading, or I'm the leader of the food ministry here. James Plug, right here, shirt uh, from his table ministry. Um, that's our shirt. So if you guys want to join, you'll get a shirt. And I also help with the sound, um, and yeah, I, and that's it. Oh, and my, my, uh, my gift scores or my scores for the gifts. I it was kind of surprising to me because I, the my top three were, all just a point away, so it was I think eighty six giver, eighty five compassion, and then eighty four administrator. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yes. So. what I wanted to ask you is kind of just um, kind of the same thing as Orly of a, uh, you have kind of this uh, gift of of uh, of serving, but not also, but not not that, but also how you know from his table uh, came up, came about. Can you kind of just give us a little bit uh, of what how that come around?
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so at first, I started seeing uh, other. I guess companies uh, do it, and I—it was something that just kind of just, just stuck with me. I saw everybody start doing it because of, of, of the pandemic of COVID. Um, I saw that they were giving away free food, and I was like, "Well, why can't we do that? Right? Why, why is it something that w- it's not possible for us?" So I, I brought it up with uh, Pastor Duke and Sister Mandy, and they were all for it. And I was like, oh, "That's my, you know, that's my sign of like, let's go, let's do it, uh, let's take charge." And ever since then, i it, it's a lot of work, right? And that is also something that was um, an affirmation for me as well, because I never got tired of it. So I would wake up six in the morning, five in the morning, whatever it was to go get the food. And I loved it. And I was there picking up boxes after box after box. Even if I was alone, I would still do it. Or if it was just me and my brother or me and whoever it was, you know, at the time, you know, and I think that's why I it kept going because it was obviously God giving me the strength of just basically you know taking off with the ministry.
0: Yes, and so I'm kind of the same question as everyone else of saying, when you took the quiz, was it kind of you do, how you said affirming to say like yes, I now I have do the, have that confidence of this is where God was leading me towards.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, ever since I was growing up, everybody will always say, like, you don't have to do this, or, like, you don't have to give me this. And then I was like, giver, right? And then compassionate person, i like, my friends always uh, come to me for whatever it is, and so compassion, right? And then administrator was something that I was like, oh, I don't think it's so, right? But then I was like, well, I scored it. I guess it's true. Um, so, and then I, you know, you know, I'm a leader of a ministry, so I was like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll be an administrator. So I think all those three gifts – are helping me in what I'm doing here at this church, so yeah.
0: Yeah, especially since you know, well, both of you, Ordi and Osiel you do have the uh, you do take like those uh, I would say proactive measures to say if nobody's doing, it, then uh, we'll 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 take the initiative, and you know that you know both of you have that kind of spike in administration, and that's kind of what they 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 tend to do, right? They have a, okay, if nobody's doing it, then I guess I'll just have I'll just do it myself. And, you know, that's something that uh, I think every, I mean, I think we can talk to Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Duke here. I think he would like to see a little bit more of that in the church of saying, you know what, if there's if nobody's taking the, the mantle for this, then I'll take it. I'll take the responsibility. And I think, you know, that's a pretty big blessing on, on all of our parts.
2: Yeah, I think something that's really important um, to kind of uh, get from all of this is that we understand that we all have something to contribute in the kingdom of God, you know. You can be there's Bible says it's a, there's many parts, but the same spirit, right? And that means that uh, for those of us um, and not just those of us up here, everybody that is in this room tonight, everybody that's watching online has a God given gift. And when you identify that and you understand what that is in the Lord um, and you offer that to the Lord uh, in terms of service in ministry, service to the body of Christ, just serving one another. Um, it's so important because then those those things, like Omar alluded to, those those maybe gaps, you know, where it's like, hey, we need this in the ministry, or this is lacking. You know, somebody takes up initiative. One of the things that I get to hear a lot of, Pastor Soto, obviously, has heard a ton of as well. Is we always have people say, hey, Pastor, how come you don't have this in the church? How come you don't do that in the church? How come you don't have this ministry in the church? How come this isn't happening? And it's awesome when people bring that to our attention. And then we look right back out of and we go. I hear you. Are you going to do it? Because at the end of the day, what that ends up what that ends up looking like is you know for us it's it's not negligence on our part. A lot of it is is um, every one of these people up here mentioned that they wear multiple hats, right? And when multiple people are or or, or a lot of people rather are are doing multiple things in the church that means that actually they're taking up the slack that somebody else could could be contributing and can i get an amen church amen so that means that we all have something to contribute as the body of christ something else i also want to say in the gifts of the spirit something that's very important to note is that there are things i I love how this is very um you know um, one-dimensional and that it's like hey if you have x y and z this is a gift that you have, right? But something that's really important to note in the body of Christ that we can never overlook. Read Matthew chapter ten. Read Matthew chapter twenty-eight. The Great Commission. Um, what the Lord has called us to do. That is us. Everybody say me. That is all of us in the body of Christ. We are all to what? Be the salt of the the earth, the light of the world. We are all to preach the gospel. We are all to contribute. So. While we may have specific gifts that can be used within the context of the church, we all have the responsibility to share Christ. Amen. We all have that responsibility to to be those that are that are carrying our cross on a daily basis.
0: Yes, and I kind of uh, this will come into my my next you mm-hmm. know question of uh, well, let's start with Sister Angie here, uh, Sister Angie, uh, in your ministries, of course that you're <laughs> that you're spearheading. Yeah, I'd say you know plural. Uh, do you need help?
3: Yes, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes. and yes. is
0: it not, not only just kind of like a, a logistical basis of like, uh, oh, we just need numbers, but also maybe like uh, people to help motivate and uh, encourage, right, the spiritual necessities of each ministry, right? There, there's always um, necessity there, correct? Yes, yes. Yes, Are they how about yourself?
1: Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yes, of course, there's always a lot of room, especially in the media. Uh, there's, uh, well, if, if anybody's kind of <laughs> in any type of relation to media, you know that the wheels never stop turning, right? Uh, the internet never stops, <laughs> right? So there's always something to do, uh, either if it's manning a camera, just like we have uh, our three gentlemen do as well, uh, or if it's actually stagehand that we're looking for as well. Uh, somebody who's able to kind of manage the areas back here a little bit more, or even back over there with the video switcher as well, uh, even sound too. They need some help sometimes. So it, it's there's a lot of gaps even to to be filled in my ministry. say my ministry, in the Lord's ministry. Let me correct myself, uh, because we're doing it for a greater purpose in ourselves. So the, the, that's the that's the reason why we're we're doing for this too. And and I'm always open to ideas too. And I never I never close my close my ears or my eyes with these guys too. If they're able to give me an option or something else to consider that I have not considered yet, i always ask them to bring them it up too as well uh, and we're, we're always trying to figure out something else that we can do that's going to make us better as a media ministry as well either if it's watching a simple video on youtube or if we need to go somewhere and and maybe have some type of training a little bit uh, a little bit more in depth so we can learn about something that's what we'll do
0: i how about yourself
4: yes we need a lot of help <laughs> um from uh prayer warriors to just waking up early to pick up the food, to lifting the food, to organizing the food, we need help in every aspect of the ministry. Um, so yeah, it, uh, help is surely welcome.
0: All right, and so um, kind of just to conclude, you know, the panel before we have tonight, uh, Pastor Duke, do you see any need in the church uh, in relation to ministry? And not just, I would say, ministry leaders but also just support in the ministries.
2: Yeah, yeah, just in general, right? Like, so I guarantee that I could have every ministry leader walk up here and every single one of them would have some area of need for their ministry, whether it's, uh, recently I just spoke with uh, one of the sisters that helps with our nursery. You know, we only have a couple people that are rotating back there. And so when they're in rotation, or or, or there's no rotation, and those people are, are not able to come and actually attend the service on this side, again, that that creates a a burden. Sometimes what also happens, too, when you have multiple people, which we're so blessed to have, we have a lot of people. First of all, why don't we give a, I want us to just commend all of our people here. This is not everybody, obviously, but just a few of them, because multiple people wear multiple hats. And what that actually can do over an extended period of time is it will burden them and it could potentially burn them out. And the last thing that we want is somebody that is so gifted that is that has such a heart to serve the Lord to burn out in the process. And so I, I've always said this, and, and I, I believe it to be true. You know, David said, <clears throat> better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. And I believe that needs to really penetrate our hearts once again in the time and the season that we're living in church. Better is one day in his courts. Better is one day to serve God. This is God. We, we, you know, this is much bigger than Rock of Ages, the church, right? This is much bigger than, than our pastors and our leadership. This is serving the Lord Almighty, right? And so I have to say this because it's really important. You know, we, we have to have that mindset like these guys have. All of, all, all of our leaders here are people that you see week in and week out, and, and we should praise the Lord for all of them one more time. I say that because, because they don't have to be here. You know, some, one, of the, one of the toughest things about being in ministry is is preparing a service, preparing, you know, something for people to receive, and no one comes, right? One of the toughest things is like, man, you know, I'll spend hours in prayer praying over a sermon series, praying over something that the Lord is putting in my heart, and then it's like nobody shows, and those who are serving in ministry, guess what? They feel that. There's times where they feel that. That could be discouraging to their spirit. It could be discouraging for them to keep on understanding the reason why they do what they do and the reason why they serve. Ultimately, I've said this before. I'll say it again. It's just the truth. I'll preach to one or I'll preach to a thousand. It doesn't matter. It, it, you know, My heart is to, is to do what the Lord has called me to do. But I believe it's just really important for us to understand and know that we all have something to contribute that is that is the the most powerful thing is when the body of Christ steps up in every area you know you want to see salvation and there's people in the house of God that maybe have that gift to serve the lord as an evangelist but they're not out there reaching anybody or they're or they're not communicating with the pastors to start some new ministry there's a gap there one of the things that uh, i i was when we were doing the first night of of the the assessment, right? A gentleman was standing next to me and um, we were kind of going through all the questions and we had a little side conversation and I said, you know, the truth is is that a lot of times in the church they expect the pastor to be all of these things. And that's the truth. That's the way I've been in ministry, thank God, now full-time for about 18 years, 17, 18 years. Um, yeah, God's good. And that, that's a testament to the Lord. But a lot of times, people expect the pastor to do everything. Now, I thank God that I have a father-in-law, uh, our senior pastor, who's uh, just a tremendous example. He's a guy that you see still doing as everything that he can To this day you know he's 62 years old and he'll still come up here he'll play his guitar he's led worship he's taught sunday school he's led men's meetings uh he's preached the the gospel from the pulpit wednesdays and sundays and when we had sunday nights and and i've seen that example and i followed that example but at the end of the day the truth is is that i believe god's gifted some incredible people within the church and the holy spirit has empowered them to do a work to help us carry the gospel way further than any one single person can carry on their own, amen? And so it's so important for us to, to realize that there is a place for us, for everybody, amen? There is a place for you in ministry. There is a place for you to serve God. There is a place for you to use your giftings inside and outside of the church. You know, um, there is 100%. Um, make no mistake to think like, oh, they got it covered. Like, Like, <clears throat> did you see me? On Sunday, I was playing drums. Tonight, I was playing bass. The Sunday before, I was playing guitar. Can I tell you something? I would gladly give up my spot to have anybody take over at any point in time. If there's some kid that's like, hey, Pastor, I play guitar awesome. Hey, get up here. Because the truth is, is, like you said, I'd rather be focused on what the Lord has called me to do. I'd rather have my attention on the Word of God. I'd rather have my attention... Uh, spending more time in prayer with the Lord so that I can be used by God in the greatest capacity that the Lord wants to use me, amen? And I know that the Lord has gifted you so incredibly. The Lord has given you gifts of all kinds of things. And, you know, we shouldn't be ever uh, afraid to allow the Lord to use us, you know? Amen. And so if you haven't caught anything else
0: but from other tonight, we need you guys. We really do. We need each other, and not just you know us, but we need each other. Your and so that's kind of just been where our conclusion has been going for these past uh, past uh, few Wednesday nights, is that you do belong, and you do have a place here, right? Now you don't really, you you uh, you can see now, uh, not just by the quiz that we took, but also from the testimonies that we've had tonight. Of there's a place for you, and now you know now it's just up to you, right, to say, I want that responsibility. I want to be part of the. I want to be part of uh, the Lord's kingdom, amen. So that's where we're at. And so I'm going to conclude. I'm you know I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, I know it maybe it's a little bit early to to stop, but what I want to do is to see if we can take a little bit of time, uh, kind of just you know off the mics and just kind of if you're interested to talk with any of the ministry leaders. Okay. Or uh, for, uh, can DJ, can you raise your hand a little bit? If you're interested in worship, uh, the worship team, or, or you're also interested in the youth, right? A lot of us are wearing multiple hats. You, you can speak to DJ there. Uh, Brother Oscar, if you can raise your hand. He's also part of the ushering team. If you wanted to go and, you know, want to help- hands
2: together for Brother Oscar. <laughs> yes. Hey.
0: If, you wanna, if you want to help the ushering team, right? Or if you're interested in that uh, sort of uh, volunteer position, you know, go ahead and speak with uh, Brother Oscar back there. You know, and so this is what I want to spend, you know, the last uh, ten minutes of uh, you know of our time here together. You know, if you're interested. Oh, uh, Sister Rachel, I almost forgot. Sister Rachel's back there. She's with Children's Church. Woo-hoo. So, if you're also interested with helping in Children's Church, she's back there. Um, where am I? Omar wants- represents oh, Sunday yes. school. Yeah, Sunday school. I'm the <laughs> Sunday school uh, ministry leader. So if you're interested in uh, helping us, you know, if you're uh, another teacher or if you if you're any of the other gifts, and you do want to help Sunday School, you know, uh, come come right ahead, speak uh, speak with us here. All right. So that's gonna be for to tonight. Some, a
1: small description, I guess, or something. Other, something
0: we do. Uh, you want to? Yeah, sure. We can do that. Yeah. So, uh, Sister uh, Angie, would you just like say a small little,
3: like five minutes? <laughs> um, well, I just want to say that. Since I started attending here at Walk of Ages, I've had the privilege to work with the most wonderful people in the ministries that I have served. I've served with Brother Omar and his brothers in children's ministry. And we become a team, we become a family um, now with the women's ministry. And we have wonderful ladies that are just always willing to just step up. Sister Sharon's going to be bringing the word this month. So, all the ladies here, I hope to see you there. Um, so it helps support us, encourage us as, as you know, serving the Lord and, and leading the Lord. But we also need also, you know, the help with, uh, with, my, with the hospitality team. We need uh, people at the doors greeting every single service, opening doors for our, our members, our family members, and, and making sure that we reach out to them um, just to greet them and, and make them feel welcomed at church every service. And when we have new visitors to reach out to them before they leave. To try to connect, make a connection with them, and sometimes we are we are we don't have too many hospitality team members to reach everybody that's new on a certain Sunday, especially on those Sundays that we have a lot of uh, a few more than we normally have members, new members, and we want to be able to make that connection with them so we can continue to reach out to them. So a uh, hospitality team, we, I could, we could use a lot of help there. And with our women's ministry, with uh, Bible studies, hopefully we can get started with new ones. Uh, this coming new year and just events that we want to plan together. Um, we have wonderful ladies that do help me. Sister Irene and Sister Manny have been tremendous. It's a teamwork. And Sister Norma, Sister Mary Alvarado, and you know all the ladies that helped me out, they've been fabulous. And so we'd love to have you be part of the team as well.
1: All right, Artie. It's time for my sales pitch, right? <laughs> no, but uh, it's, it's guys, media is not just from the cameras and the live stream that we have, right? It's even post that, right? Uh, from, from here, or kind of myself, and not, I'm not boasting or anything. I'm actually saddened at the fact that from here, my job doesn't stop, right? So, I, I obviously, we turn off everything, and I go home, and I edit the same video, and I try to upload it uh, that same night. So sometimes you're talking about two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to edit the video and upload it, and it, it becomes laborsome. and you know we're trying to look for a video editor at the same time. And uh, you know uh, even with our social media too, we were able to bring uh, Michelle on board, which she's been an awesome blessing with that stuff too. So uh, so any posts that you see on, on on Facebook, Instagram too, guys. Thank you for Michelle on doing that. She's doing an awesome job, and she just kind of jumped into the role and. You know, she, she just took flight on it, too. We, we gave her as much material as we can, and, you know, gave her the standards, and she's been uh, exceeding that, too, I, I can't stop. And these gentlemen up here, too, are do, doing awesome. The man, and Claudio, and, and Jonathan, and Oscar, who brought in, the brothers, just, you know, it, it's awesome. And uh, uh, it's just a couple seconds just to recognize them, but obviously, guys, the stop doesn't, the, I mean, the work doesn't stop there, right? Uh, sometimes we do We do need alternates, sometimes we, we have vacant spots as well, also as a stagehand. Uh, Trying to try organize the stage a little bit better, not to have it so so many wires all over the place. Little smaller things too, like that, right? Or e- even just uh, uh, maybe a button slips on one of the, you know, maybe on Duke, maybe one morning on Sunday or something. Hey, you know what? Hey, Duke, can you kind of hurry up? Or I mean, well, can you mind just kind of buttoning up that one button on your sleeve or something like that? You know, it just looks a little bit better when you go up there on stage because you know after that, you know, people can see it on the internet forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we don't try to try to make too much about that, guys. And uh, Oh, any type of social media as well, guys. Just make sure, please, like us and subscribe on YouTube. All right, we're getting up there. The, the more people that like, uh, right, obviously the videos, and we're able to share it, and it spreads the gospel to you guys. I know it's our ultimate commission, and that's what just by simple share, that's what we're able to do at the same time. And you know, from from you and from all the way back there, from the sound all the way to the front with the with the worship team and, and, and Pastor Duke and Pastor Soto as well, guys. So we're we're all a team and we're all family, and and if. Uh, We would like to have you guys in that family, too, if you feel you need to serve in this area.
4: All right, See ya. So a quick description of the food ministry. Um, So we have people that go and pick up the food. Um, Sometimes it doesn't have to be early, or it can be later in the day. Um, But if that's something that you'd like to do, um, it requires knowing how to drive with a trailer or just having a truck. And if you don't have a truck, I'll lend you my truck if you really want to do it. Um, uh, that's picking up the food uh, then unloading the food so that requires a little bit of labor uh, I guess back breaking work a little bit sometimes sometimes it's heavy um, and that's just kind of taking off the food from the trucks, from the load and bringing it here to church um, after we unload it we organize it We that's when we start making our boxes um, and that's um, where we, uh, we start organizing it whatever it may be, maybe it would be uh, bell peppers, watermelons, so you'll be like two bell peppers per box, two watermelons per box, whatever it may be. That's what we do. We organize. After we organize, um, we have our, I guess, our event in which we have prayer warriors where they, uh, when a car comes, we put in the box of food, we ask them if they would like prayer, and then they, and if they say yes, they come over to one of our prayer warrior groups, and they receive prayer for whatever it may be, whatever, uh, Whatever they ask for, and from there they, they are gone. So uh, yeah, so prayer warriors organizing the boxes, uh, lifting the, the food, uh, dropping it off, picking up the food, that type of stuff. Um, and don't think just because it's backbreaking work, ladies, if you want to do it, well, let's well, let's do it. You know, uh, I when I went to go pick up the food once, I saw a group of ladies and they did everything themselves, and that's was I was I was like yes, let's go, let's do it. And so yeah, if you guys want to do it, then come talk to me, and uh, I'll get you situated. All right, thank you so much, everyone,
0: for uh, for being here. You know, tonight I know it's uh, sometimes it can be a little nerve-wracking. You know, maybe some of us have a little bit of stage fright. So uh, you know, I'd like to thank you again. You know, for, for helping me out and you know really giving your, your testimony for, for everyone. You know, so that way, not only that uh, that we can you know have more support for the ministries that we lead. But also for them to really recognize that there, there is a necessity and uh, they're, they're wanted and they're needed.
3: Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Join us next time for another uplifting message. If you'd like to support this ministry and the reaching out of others, you have the opportunity to give at slash give.